Iconic singer, activist Nina Simone once said, you got to learn to leave the table when love's no longer being served, baby. What up, people? My name is Tim Black. Welcome back to another edition of Pause with Tim Black. I'm your host. Thank you. This podcast is going amazingly well, y'all. I can't believe how much people are showing love for this. If you're new to the podcast, you're welcome. You're all welcome. You are of an elite group of cool mofos that understand everything that's going on with Black People Johnson and realize the need to get down with it. Now, today's podcast focuses on the Juicy Smollett case of Jesse Smollett finally going to court. Also, Ghislaine Maxwell going to court and also Alt-Right versus Alt-Woke and also, what else? There's something else. Talked about so much in this case, in this in this uh, podcast. You're gonna love it. Get into it. I'm Real Tim Black, Facebook and Twitter. Share this podcast with a friend. They'll be happy you did. Let's get to it, y'all. And remember, cut the check. Bring a friend. Cause I'm not feeling any mood at all to kiss anybody's ass. So be nice. All my nice days are way behind me, Johnson. Yeah, once I cross like 40, it's like, I really don't care, man. Nah, I really don't care, man. I'm married. Me and Mrs. Black have decided we may be alone. We may, we may, look, we may die alone, but we're going to die alone together. You know what I mean? And uh, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, it's like, I joked with her the other day. I said, I want a divorce. She just laughed. <laughs> I said, where you going? She said, where you going? So I guess I'll just get another room in the, you know, find another room in the house to be in. <laughs> you can't even scare them when you get at this age. Anybody's stupid. Nobody going nowhere. The rent's too damn high, Johnson. Come on, Johnson. Come on now. Where you going? Where you going? All your best days are behind you. Oh, you one of them people. Oh, okay. You one of them people having hope. <laughs> you better look in the mirror a couple times so you make any moves, Johnson. Look at your bank account. Look in the mirror. Look at the bank account again. All right. Um... This show, it's a very black show, Johnson. This show's so black, it comes with a side of collard greens. Um, I'm here to lay claim to the space of the blackest podcast that's not ghetto as hell. Some of y'all go too far. Blackness does not have to be ghetto as hell. Everything out your mouth does not have to be a motherfucker. Kiss my ass. And just because you can put together a snappy video with black people in it doesn't mean you all the way black, Johnson. All the way black means you don't answer to nobody. You ain't trying to win favor with nobody. You're just going to keep it real for your people. And if you die broke, so what? I did it for the culture. Before I get into anything, I'm going to tell you a little something I ran across today I thought was very interesting. Uh, how many people know the Oscar-winning actor George Clooney. Oscar-winning actor George Clooney had a car 
had a motorcycle motorcycle accident back in 2018. I had no idea this happened to him. He had a motorcycle accident, 2018, and uh, he gave an, a couple an interview about it, and it's everywhere. And he said during that accident, he learned a lot about life because see, he was riding on his motorcycle on a nice clear day, enjoying the freedom of the road, as many though many of those motorcycle riders lament. How cool it is to be on your motorcycle, man, just riding in the breeze. There's nothing more freeing than being on a two-wheel machine. Body out, sun beaming. He said he was doing about 75 miles per hour, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes a car that cuts right in front of him before he has a chance to stop. Hits the, hits the side of the vehicle, flips over the vehicle, over his handlebars, over the vehicle, okay? Leaves the vehicle. He is ejected from his motorcycle. Flies through the air. Crashes to the asphalt. We're talking about George Clooney, y'all. Worth multiple, multiple millions, millions of dollars. Oscar winning George Clooney. He says he's laying on the ground. He's staring up at the sky. He's thinking, oh my God, everything hurts. Everything hurts. Pieces of him hurt that he didn't know he had. He's looking up in the sky, he's thinking, is this going to be my last breath? Is it a wrap for me? Just then he heard people, you know, sounds of their, their cell phones, their smartphones. Doing a little clicker sound. That's because there was a bunch of people standing around taking pictures with their smartphones, shooting videos and taking pictures. He's like, ain't that a mother... Look at this shit. I'm dying. I'm dying. I just had an accident, a, a, a catastrophic accident on my motorcycle. Someone cut me off. I'm laying in the concrete on my back. Can't move. Staring up at the sky. Need help. And the people are around him. And they're not helping him. What they're doing is they're taking pictures to get likes on Facebook. And right then and there, click for George Clooney. It clicked for him. He said it told him that no matter all he's done in his life, in his career, entertaining people, this notoriety, he realized it all comes down to entertainment, man. All you are is entertainment for the masses. That's all that matters. That's all you are. So I'm reading this. I'm like, wow, George Clooney, you know, he, uh, I get where it's coming from. You know, I'm, I'm sure it was a startling moment for him to realize that that's how people are. Yeah, for him to finally realize he's 60 years old, I guess it's the time he was in his late 50s, a couple years ago. He realizes that people ain't shit. I mean, not everyone ain't shit, but for the most part, I mean, these people don't know him. There's no one there that knows him. Did I mention he was out of the country? He was somewhere else now. Maybe they knew him. I don't know. He's a big-time celebrity. Maybe they knew him. I don't know. Okay, they knew him. But they don't know him, know him. George, George, my brother, let me tell you, there have been rappers who have died and there have been shrines erected. There have been people that went on a, a manhunt for the killers. They did that not just because they were stars, they did it because they gave back to their communities. They did it because these people made a difference. They tried to make a difference to the people that support them, the people that buy their records, the people that go to their concerts. These people, these rappers, 
have done things to show they're trying to build up the community. So when those those figures die, it's a big deal. Now I don't know what George Clooney has done or hasn't done. You know, has he has he given back to his community? Has he has he endeared himself in a way? I mean, do you think just stardom will make you be immortal? Will it make people care about you? George Clooney, you live in a world where that matters. You know? What I'm saying is people cannot be counted on George. You should know this. You can't count on people. If you count on people, you're going to be ass out. I'm not saying you can't count on any people, but people when it's like people you don't know. You're going to be ass out. Dog, dog. There was a woman in Pennsylvania riding on a subway train. Other people were on the train, and the homeless man raped her on the train. And those people not only didn't help, they wouldn't call 911. They sat and watched, and they took out their phones. George, this is the way life is. And I'm sorry, brother, if you thought it would be different because you did Three Kings. No, it's not different for you. No. I like that movie, though. George, it's a rude awakening that you need to have. You need to accept this. Um, strangers don't care about you. We're all about the friendships that we make, the relationships that we build. That's all it is at the end of the day. So, look, I'm glad you learned something, but don't bellyache about it, George. Yes, you're alone, George. You're alone, and people really don't give a shit about you other than your friends and your family. Those are the people that really care, give a shit about you. And that last autograph you signed, that guy probably went and took it and put it up on eBay. <laughs> oh, I know, brother. Oh, my God. How will you survive the truth? How can you deal with this? Well, George, I want you to know we all deal with it. At least you get to be rich while you do it. You know, it's been this ongoing beef. Everyone's talking about the alt-woke. <laughs> alt-woke. I put alt-woke in the title. YouTube immediately demonetized this shit. So as I put alt-woke, I put alt-woke versus alt-right. Demonetized. As if the, even the conversation about the topic is a reason to limit the monetization of this video. That's how butthurt the world is about these words. And what these words really mean, Johnson, they don't really mean nothing. They mean nothing, nada. Zero. Because no one really knows what it is. And what I've learned is that it's whatever the person shitting on it wants it to be. Yeah, I remember back in 2017 or 18, we came up with the word, we started using the word woke. It just meant you knew what was going on in the world. I mean, you weren't a fool. You were paying attention. And most people want, wanted to be woke because you weren't a sheep. Yeah, you had enough, you know, enough common sense to look beyond the headlines. You saw when there were, like, little bullshit going on. And she was like, hey, this is not right. This is, why'd Bernie get his ass kicked? Oh, I'm woke. Oh, I'm woke. You can see through plagiarism and, you know, and... and 
fake journalism, yellow journalism. You could you could tell when uh, I don't know when they were giving the the best deals to the new customers and making us all the former customers suffer. You know, you weren't getting the new deals. All the good deals come to the new suckers they got. Old suckers just sat around and sucked. That type of shit pissed us off. Like, we were woke. We realized the game. But now that term, woke, is totally something different, man. I don't want to be anything near whatever they're describing now. It's gone. It got, it got, it's been deteriorated and bastardized, morphed into some other thing. The right has co-opted the term, relabeled it, repackaged it, redefined it, and gave it back. Now, woke is some weird shit. It's, it's what a bunch of privileged white kids do when they got nothing else and they want a f- virtual signal like they got real problems. Couldn't pick an undergrad that's going to make money. Huh? What's wrong? Parents sent you to the wrong private school. Black girl calls you cracker. Yeah, doesn't control where you work at, where you sleep, what school you can go to, or if you're going to get a bank loan. Oh, Oh, my God. Time to cry river. See, I don't want anything to do with this new term. But to not understand that when you run around shitting on wokeism, kind of means you ain't woke. Yeah, because if you were woke, you would know this is all bullshit. Like, you would know it's just a way for the right to make a play on a word. It's just a way for the right to make, to, to use... The, the dominant culture to take the dominant culture and shit on it. Yeah, like it started off like it made, it was simple. And, and then the left got it, left took it and people that wanted attention started calling out people for the lamest of shit. So then it's not like their hands are clean on the left or whatever these people are. But at the end of the day, the labels are what suck. And if you buy into the labels and if you play the game as if shitting on them and making a bunch of content, shitting on, or whatever, living your life about a label is the opposite of any type of wokeism, but also the opposite of sanity, intelligence, smarts. So now, nah, man, I don't, I don't buy into the woke shit, but I also don't want to be woke. I'm just going to be black, you know? That's it. That's, that's all I want to be. I just want to be a black man doing my shit. You know, saying my truth, living and dying in that thing that I, I think that matters because the rest of kids, man. And all you can do, no matter who you are, white guy, all you can do is be yourself. You might want to be better every day. That's all you can do. Hey, Asian lady, all you can do is be you, try to get a little bit better each day. You can't change what these invisible people think. And why should you give a fuck? You own two liquor stores. Who gives a fuck? See, I fail to understand what the gripe is about. Unless you're talking about poor people. And if you poor people, and you're struggling, you ain't got money, in a, in a country where it's very inconvenient not to have money, where you're stigmatized just for not having money, I mean, in a country where there was 20 million people out of work during the pandemic, and suddenly, mysteriously, that number went to 2 million. But that wasn't too, it wasn't that 18 million people got jobs and got off unemployment. They just ran out of unemployment. So they stopped counting them. Woke would be knowing that's bullshit. 
That's bullshit. It's like, hey, man, you know, 20 million people, 20 million people suffer from this illness. Now it's only two, but that's only because you stopped counting. Yeah, you did a recount and took out all the people with the whose name started with T, B, C, or D. I don't know. It's a, so that's that's your media. That's your media. That's how they count shit. That's how they counted it on under Obama. That's how they counted it under Trump. That's how they counted it under Clinton. That's how they always counted. Being woke is knowing that. So I don't buy into the anti-woke or woke shit. I'm not into censorship. But I am in the market making its own decisions. And the markets, market makes decisions anyway. I'm with that. Let the market decide if your ass should be canceled. As if canceled is a word. That's not even a word. That's something I meant. Like, I say let people decide if they're going to watch you or not. Let them decide if they want to spend their money with you. Let them decide if they want to support your endeavors. Let them decide if you're riding for them, if you're riding for someone else. Let them decide. Let them decide. Decide, decide, decide. There goes your cancel. There goes your woke. Besides, what about the right? <laughs> I just said I don't like labels, but so I don't know how you define these people. These people who hate the woke so much, but they have no problems with a bunch of conspiracy theories. Now, don't get me wrong. I like conspiracy theories. Some of them. I like some of them. I like the ones that are proven to be true. <laughs> I like the ones that we found out are real. Like, the guys from Nation of Islam didn't kill Malcolm X. There we go. There we go. Yes. That was true. It was a theory. Now they're admitting to it, but it was a theory long ago. It's not a new theory. It's like competent some shit we already know you did. You've already been convicted for it in the in the eye of public opinion. Now you're like, well, you know what, dog? Remember that thing you said I did in 1964? Yeah, I did that shit. We know. That's why we don't F with you. My thing with all this conspiracy theories, like there's one right now about Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein's madam who helped him score all the, all the young girls so he could take advantage of them. Yeah, I think that Ghislaine is almost is more culpable than Jeffrey Epstein because without her, he ain't going to be able to just smooth talk his way into a bunch of underage girls. Like, underage girls... They were really groomed by Ghislaine. But there are people, there are people that say this story isn't getting enough attention because the government wants to hide or suppress the news. My thing is this. If they want to suppress the news about Ghislaine Maxwell, how the hell do you know about it? Yeah, I mean, like, you can't say that there's these forces that are suppressing news to keep you dumb. If you know about it, yeah, like if you know about it, then where's the suppression? If you know about it, there are things that happen every day you never hear about. But the fact you know about it kind of proves it's not suppressed because if you didn't know about it, that's the only way you can say it was depressed or suppressed, right? Ah, ah, it makes sense when I wrote it down here, it made sense. 
So anyway, my point is that all these white wing conspiracies always shit they can't prove. And only time will tell what's real and what's not real. But my question is, why don't you ever make a conspiracy about shit about black people? Yeah, here goes one. Uh, missing black women. Black women go missing three times away to white women. Conspiracy. Make one up, white people. Yeah, go ahead. Make one up now. Make one up. You keep saying, oh, they covered up. They did this thing. They, they tried to fabricate to get Kyle Rittenhouse locked up. What about there being missing black women three times away to white women? What's your theory, Johnson? Everybody didn't go to the go to get lost going to the store for milk and butter. Explain. How about all all the Ferguson all those Ferguson protesters who winded up dead? Who killed them? Go ahead. I'm waiting to hear it. What's your conspiracy, white people? See, you never had conspiracies for shit that really would help. All the shootings, all the shootings in Chicago, Memphis. What's up? Detroit, what's up? What's your theory? No, nothing? You got nothing? Oh, it's just about an election being stolen. Yeah, okay. That's that's what it is. Okay. Which leads me to another theory. People say this, uh, you know, that they're, they're, they're knocking people off. They set up these elections and, oh, my God, oh, God, something bad's going to happen. They set up all the elections. All the elections are stolen. All the elections, they choose who they want. I get what you're saying. I get it. And believe me, I, I cover this shit. I think crazy things go on. But here's my thing. Back when people were saying that Hillary Clinton and all her people were, eating babies, and that they were killing people or whatever. Remember that Clinton body count and all this stuff? For a minute there, you almost had me. I was like, oh my God, this seems real. But then Trump got elected. And I said, damn, if Clinton is capable of knocking people off, she let Obama slide, then she let Trump beat her? I don't know about you, Johnson, but that's about the time you're pulling the big guns. I mean, doesn't it make sense? Oh, but see, that's what they do. They just go to another conspiracy. They go, oh, uh oh, we can't prove that one. Foiled again. Now they're going to make up some new shit. And then by the time it's time for that to come to realization, they got to shit it off the pot. They'll start making a new one. Like they said, on this day, January, February, whatever day it was, Trump will go back in the White House. It did happen. What'd they do? Made up another day or started focusing on some other shit to distract you from the fact that their last prediction was garbage. There's also been a rash of black men lately. Every time I look up this black man getting out of jail after 35, 50 years, 40 years, 30 years, 20 years for, for crimes they did not commit. Go ahead, white America. What's the theory? What's the theory? What's your, what's your crazy theory? See, I have a theory. And my theory is, your theory will not point back to you. It's always some, someone else. That's my theory. Your theory, your, your theories are based in pointing at other shit and running away from the possibility 
that you could be full of shit. Yeah, and that, and that the obvious could not be true because the obvious is boring. And you won't get clicks and views. You won't create a bunch of fools ready to throw their money at you. So it's not as lucrative. And what good is a good theory that doesn't bring in a good amount of cash? Got to make some money on your theories, man. Can't be broke and come up with good theories. You want to give your good theory juice away without getting something for it, man? Come on, man. It's a capitalist society. Entertainment value. Like Clooney said, we're all here to entertain. Our death is an entertainment. It's entertaining just to die. America will take your death if you're popular enough. If not, it's like the tree that fell in the forest when no one's around, Johnson. Only your friends and family will hear you. America will take your death exploited. That's what it is. So I think the wokeisms and the conspiracies, they cancel each other out. Right? You could be woke, but too woke. You can have theories, but don't go too far. And at the end of the day, don't be afraid to accept the most obvious basic explanation. It's probably, 99% of the time, true. And yes, I think Epstein was murdered. I also think Sandra Bland was murdered. But you, hey, you know, it's just a theory. Uh, most of you know I've been very famously on this show been talking about reparations for black American descendants of slavery free men however you categorize it because I feel that black folks black Americans in this country descendants of enslaved people are owed something I was reading about the serfs I was reading about the serfs. I was, I was going back over this book uh, by Sandy, Dr. Sandy Darity and Professor Kirsten Mullins. And this is a part of there about a, sta- a quote from Frederick Douglass back in 1876. He's at the Republican National Convention and he's speaking. And he has this great speech. And he tells them, man, he's telling the world, he's advocating. He's advocating at a level that is like, wow. Brothers speaking truth to power. For black people, right? Remember, 1876, 15 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, there he is. Putting it down, right to white people's face, saying it the way it needs to be said. I'm like, wow, he was a Republican. He was a Republican championing for black people. And I'm like, you know how they always say online that, uh, the big argument is that who's now the Republicans? The Republicans, the Democrats, or the Dixiecrats, or whatever. And uh, they like say the party switched places or something. You know, you heard this, right? And I don't know if that's the case, Johnson. Yeah, because when I listen to Frederick Douglass, who was at the time was a Republican, I know the way he was talking about reparations for, for formerly enslaved. That was no Republican shit right there. That's like, wow. That ain't that ain't Ted Cruz. You know, that's not Tim Scott. Like, who's that guy? That guy's putting it down. That ain't Larry Elder. 
right? I can't think of a single Republican who speak up, speaks up for black people like that, you know? Even in the modern day, you know, when lynching is a little less likely. Then I say, well, what if the party switched? And I say, damn, I, I can't think of a single Democrat that speaks up for black people like that. That's right, America. Our politics is so jacked up that Frederick Douglass in 1876, when the claim was that it's height, where it's height began. I think it's height began. After the emancipation, that's when the Klan came out. There was no Klan before that because white men can't just kill white men's property. Whole point of KKK was to control the blacks. Don't let them think, they can, think they're free. You're not really free. So my point is, the point is that neither the Democrats nor the Republicans have as much intestinal fortitude as Frederick Douglass or neither Democrats or Republicans in 2021 have the intestinal fortitude of Frederick Douglass back in 1876 back when the KKK was riding everywhere yeah it's crazy right do I have that quote do I have a quote? Yeah, here it goes. Here goes the quote. I think it's important for people to note this. I, I put this out on Twitter. It says, when the Russian serfs had their chains broken we were, and were given their liberty, the government of Russia, the despotic government of Russia, means heinous, barbaric, brutal government of Russia, gave to their poor emancipated serfs a few acres of land on which they could live and can earn their bread. But when you turned us loose, when you turned us loose, you gave us no acres. You turned us loose to the sky, to the storm, to the whirlwind. Worst of all, you turned us loose to the wrath of your infuriated masters. That's right, you turned us loose to the people that didn't want to let us go, who were making money off of us. You put us at their mercy. And I put, put this post out on Twitter that said, you know what? I don't think they wanted us to survive. Yeah, I don't think they wanted us to survive. See, here goes another passage that all the people that are scared of history don't want their kids to know. If you have people locked up in the dungeon and they have no earthly possessions, no money, no clothing, no land, no place to go, and you say, go be free. What do you expect them to do? Thrive? Become um, creative participants in the economy or in commerce in the country and to the Dow, whatever, the, what, the gross national product? What do you expect them to do? You turn people loose in a country with no stoplights, no roads, no shelter, no money, no food. Don't even know their, their real names. There was no place to go. There was no YMCA, motherfucker. What the fuck are you proud about? What are you so patriotic about? Your country did that. 
I know our union isn't perfect. No, motherfucker. Our union is shit. If you set a dog free, America would shit on you for that. They put women and children out. I'll tell you this, Johnson. And I mean this, man. I, I'm, I'm keenly aware of the obvious. I'm keenly aware of the obvious. And this passage, it's going to take me some time to get over, Johnson. I got to tell you because I read this passage and I thought, If America was the type of country that would give black Americans reparations, black Americans would not need reparations. I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but that dog don't hurt, that dog knows it. I mean, we're in a country where Black Americans can't even get an anti-lynching bill passed. And Lord, it says the people that you've been killing all this time, lynching all this time, hey, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, cut that out. 73% of hate crimes against black people are committed by white people. Black Americans, 56% of all race crimes or hate crimes and anti-race, anti-black, anti-race crimes in 2020 were committed against black Americans. Still, somehow in 2021, we come up with a hate bill, a hate, an anti-hate bill for Asians. And them catapulting up the level of pain only happened because people were blaming them for the pandemic. I mean... America's been around and it's been hate statistics since we ever started doing statistics and Asians were barely a blip on the fucking radar all those times. Somebody slipped out the window and said, Jesus Christ, we can't have the Asians being treated like Negroes. We got to do something, Johnson. We can't have our model minority being treated like our blacks. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. My bad. I'm not supposed to say that because that's considered. Now, nah, fuck you. You think I'm not? I'm supposed to say that. That's that's see. That's how I look at it. I'm supposed to say that because that's what I'm thinking. Because it's true. Somebody looked out the window and said, "What was that?" There's an uptick. Which I, which I think is disgusting. I'm, I'm disgusted by the uptick of violence. But are you disgusted that black people don't have an anti-lynching bill? I just wonder. And why do I have to pretend to be, you know, pretend like, like my needs aren't important and that I'm such a benevolent, benevolent Christian that I'll go ahead and suffer if it means you'll be okay. Oh, it's the downtroddenness. Oh, it's the downtrodden bullshit. They put it to your mind with that damn book. 
That's what it is. That allows you to be exploited. Black America saw the largest rise of hate crimes from 1972 to in 2019 to 2755 in 2020. Asians went to 16 from 161 to 274. Hate crimes in 2020. And then something happens, Johnson. Something happens. According to the anti-Asian website, I would like to see where his numbers came from, but according to the anti-Asian hate Anti-Asian hate website out. 9,000 reports were made about hate crimes against Asians. I said, damn, that's a lot of complaints, Johnson. That was between March 2020 and July 1st, 2021. So it's over a year, but still, that's a lot of, that's a lot of complaints. Now, 60% of those complaints were verbal. I'm sorry, 60% were physical. The large bulk of them were verbal. People saying things like, go back to China. And they would say, that's the Japanese people. That's how stupid it was, okay? But, but my point is this. Where's our shit? <laughs> Where's our shit? Where's our shit? And like I said, hey, man, hey, hey. I don't know. CBC won't say it. They're too busy going along to get along. They won't say, where's that shit? Where is it? Doesn't matter. Where's your conspiracy theory on this one? Why neither party has presented to the masses something to change the state of black America in America. H.R. Ford is a study. That's not a fucking... Come on, man. It's not a study. We don't want a study. The study is looking out your damn window. So anyway... I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. You can. You can pretend if you want to feel good about yourself, you can pretend. We all can sing Kumbaya. But if we don't fix this shit, if America doesn't do right by black Americans, they won't do right by anybody. Not fully. It's just do, do enough to shut you up, but... As long as we got a bunch of ass kissers running around who don't have the guts of Frederick Douglass, you know, what you got? What good are you? What good are these people? I'm trying to figure it out. And look, and I want to tone it down to, to, to get off this because I know it's a grim thing, but look, guys, it is what it is. If you don't have the guts of Frederick Douglass, 1876 at the Republican National Convention. And how dare you ever, ever say out of your mouth how Republicans are better when none of you are better. Don't tell me I'm supposed to be happy about someone else's being treated, getting something. No. 
We built the country. For, we were forced to build a country that we could then not participate in. And even to this day, we're not even fully participating now. And dummies, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Let's just cut the shit on the dummies. Nah, they're not really that dumb. America is the great gaslighter. <laughs> like, America's the great gaslighter. Because see, I already know. Look, guys, look. That's why I'm not even going at the Asian folks for getting a bill. Good for you. How would you do that? That's my attitude. It's similar to some other people's attitudes about the LGBTQ. Like, how would you do that? We need to do it your way. Okay? That's my take on it. I'm not mad with them. They didn't create the system. They don't run the system. Maybe some of the LGBTQ are white as well, and white men particularly. Maybe they do run the system, but you know what I'm saying. A bunch of Asian folks are not running the U.S. government. They just, you know, just own a lot of the U.S. <laughs> the point is, I'm not mad at them. I'm mad at me not getting my shit. I'm looking here and saying black people need to be focused on. But America's a great gaslighter because what they try to do is try to act like what you know you don't know. Because they really got nothing else to say. You're divisive. Hey, I just told you two plus two equals four. It's so now you got four things. We like one of them. You're divisive. No, right now, Right now, you have 2.5 of it. We just want one piece. That's divisive. You're worried about yourself. I just said you, you know what? You're, you're, not, a, you're not a good person. You're, you're a parasite. You're broken. You're a parasite. You think everyone, all black people should be underneath you. You don't, you don't realize that you're not special. George Clooney, you're not, you're not special. That's they're gaslighting us. They know they know what's up. Like I know Asian folks get people talk shit about Asian folks. I know that there's an Asian hate. I realize that. I'm not gonna say there isn't. Let's not try to weasel out, you know, let's not blame them because we know that shit exists, man. You know, I know it exists. Because we're all Americans. We all are tainted with a certain level of bigotry, bias. It's just some of us have the ability to use that bias to hurt people. Some of us don't have the ability. Right? Other than calling someone a name, black people really can't stop you from doing shit, white people. We can't do anything structurally to you. So this is America. This is what it is. So I'm not mad at the Asian community for, for, for pushing for what they wanted. You know, I'm not mad at that. What I'm mad about is the lack of leadership that pushes for what we want. The lack of leadership that pushes for what we want. Now, if I got my people pushing for what we want and you're pushing back against that, now I got a problem with you. And if you do, and if you do have a problem, I will come at, I will come after you bit by bit with every bit of bandwidth and every bit of comment content and comments, blistering attack, comment attacks of a verbal nature, right? Got to make sure they know this because I've had my racist people say, I say attack, they think black people are just barbaric. We're going to run outside and go get them. We're going to run outside like we're terrorists. That ain't even our MO. But, you know, whatever. 
then I'll come after you. Then I will. Then you're the problem. But until you're trying to throw up my advancement, ain't no problem with you at all. As a people, as a group, group to group, group hug. But we gotta stop. We gotta stop reelected clowns who don't have our best interests. Which brings me to Juicy Smollett. <laughs> and I know that's a harsh segue, right? But I realized, man, wow, we got Juicy Smollett on trial. At the same time, we have Ghislaine Maxwell on trial. And for some reason, it's like if, if it's Juicy Smollett, if Juicy Smollett is convicted, it'll hurt black people more than Ghislaine Maxwell will hurt white people. That's right. This is what I'm saying. And it's worse. Jesse tried to fabricate a story to big himself up. He didn't kill anyone. He didn't lie to anyone. He didn't torture anyone. He did lie. If the, if the, you know, if the prosecution is true, if the state is true, if the state is right, or if they can prove their case, they would have proved that he lied and that he used, he wasted money. He's got a couple of misdemeanors he's looking at. Ooh. Meanwhile, the charges against Ghislaine Maxwell are like human trafficking. These are not misdemeanors. These are, I don't even know all the charges, but I know they're about grooming and trafficking of young women and girls. But somehow I also know, because this is America, if Jesse Smollett is convicted, It'll be more damaging. We'll have to listen to more good old boys, more assholes, more bigots on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. More late-night jokes, more right-wing jokes. Right? About this as if it's about black people. And Ghislaine Maxwell pretty much go on mission because when someone black does something, for some reason, it's reflective of all black people. But when someone white does something like traffic girls, ah, it's just Ghislaine. Yeah, it's just her. Yeah, she's got a problem. She's a bad one. She's a bad apple. And that's another thing. When white people do shit, this is bad apples. When black people do it, it's the whole bunch. And <laughs> hey, we got to give in to this whole bunch of blacks. This is, this is horrific. What'd you do? I jaywalked, sir. I knew I shouldn't have done that, but I messed up. Oh, really? We got to give this whole damn bucket of apples. <laughs> whole, whole, whole apple cart. In fact, let's just burn down this whole fucking uh, apple orchard. Let's just burn it to the ground. That's right. That's what we're going to do. I'm white, man. We're going to burn down this orchard because that Negro. But... White woman that Ghislaine Maxwell grooms girls for her 55-year-old rich boyfriend. Takes them to an island and assaults them. She lures them in. Without her, without her, he can't get them. He's not a smooth talker. I mean, hey, he may have been pictured with Donald Trump, but he's not smooth like Donald Trump. He's a weirdo. He's a freak. He's the type of guy that sits off in the corner of the side over there and does stuff to potted plants. He's not, you know, it's not that kind of guy. It's not extroverted. He can't get him on his own. He's the type of guy that just pull out his money and go, interested? Yeah, looking at his old ass like, no. So he needed Ghislaine Maxwell. And I'm saying, Ghislaine Maxwell. 
Grooms, seduces, recruits black girls for her rich-ass boyfriend, right? So what'd you do? Well, I groomed and I seduced and I did this, I did this to look to girls for my boyfriend so we could have fun. So he, you know, okay. Oh God, get that, get that apple out of here. That's all cool. We don't need to do anything to the orchard over here. The orchard's fine. Just that one bad apple. Good thing we got rid of that one. Oh, hold on. There's one more. Hold on. Oh, we already got rid of that one. I'm sorry. That one hung itself mysteriously in the orchard, at the back of the orchard. That's pretty much how this shit goes, right? Look, I can't believe this, but Juicy is actually, that's, that's how dominant the shit is on our culture. Juicy. It's Jesse, Tim. You know what I'm talking about. So Jesse, you know his his uh his defense attorney opened up by saying, first of all, this is not a hoax. This really happened. That those African dudes and whatever they are, Nigerian, I don't know what they are, but the two brothers, the two black brothers that uh that I was led to believe. Um, were recruiters to do this thing like play an act or whatever now they're saying no nah, this was no act he paid them money to be his trainers that's what the check is for but he didn't get them so they're saying it's really happened that those guys jumped him and beat him up because he was gay or something they didn't like him I don't know what's going on Johnson hey look at this point I'm like I can't believe this they're sticking to this it sounds crazy as hell I ain't got a horse in the race. This is what I want you to know. This is the reason why, other than the comparison with Ghislaine Maxwell, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is this. Whether Jesse is found guilty or not, whether he gets convicted of this misdemeanor and does a couple of months or gets home released or has to do community services or whatever, whatever happens, you are still black. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You're still black. What I'm trying to tell you is they may lock up Jesse, but that won't change shit. They always got OJ to throw in your face. And if they won't throw OJ in your face, they're going to throw somebody else in your face. Uh, uh, there's always another black trope they throw in your face. I don't know. There's always Chicago. Yeah, it's always Chicago. Like, so what I'm saying is don't give them Jesse just thinking that that means you should, you're even. And that, that they're going to give you, uh, I don't know, Ghislaine Maxwell. I don't know. That they're going to give you equal share. Like, like they're going to give you the same treatment. They're not. You still got to hear the bullshit. You still got to listen to them complain and pull that one-offs. So, don't give them Jesse. Fuck it. Don't give them Jesse. Be like, I don't care. Yeah, you can be like, I don't care. See, what I'm saying is there are people already starting to do like a little dance. Who you dancing for, Johnson? They don't like you. I know you want them to like you. You want to pretend they like you. Stop lying to yourself. These people don't like you. Not the people that are going to talk shit. 
The people that are gonna talk shit don't like you. Nothing, anything that happens to Jesse will not suffice. They will not go, okay, you you agree? Jesse's an asshole. He's been going to the jail. Look, man, I put out a tweet and I said it was about the, the trial. It wasn't a tweet, it was a Facebook post. And I just put, this guy's a clown. I put a picture of a clown. That's all I said. I gotta go delete that. Because now I feel a little differently about it. Because I know those people on Facebook, whether he did it or didn't do it, they're still bigots. Yeah, they're still, they still look at black people how they look at black people. What I'm saying is, this will not help race relations. You throw a Jesse under, Jesse Smiley under the bus in front of white people does not help race relations. I'm sorry. It just ain't going to change shit. You know? There will always be Chicago. There will always be less black men in the home trope. Yeah, they're still going to throw that in your face. Like, it's not, they always got bullets loaded in their gun. Chicago, pow. You know? Abortions, you know, not enough black men in the house, pow. They never say, hey, why, why aren't there more black men in the house? They never ask that question. Neither do some of the cools that talk about it. Yeah, I wonder why. Whatever, whatever the reason why, if they do answer that question, it'll be something about black people. Never, never ever will they point at society and say, hey, society's a motherfucker. No, they won't point at mass incarceration, lack of job opportunity, mental health, none of these things. None of them. That little thing called the crack epidemic that you that you know the American CIA dumped in our neighborhoods to fund the Contra war. That's all admitted. It's all fact. No, we won't talk about that. It's got to be something pathological about black people. So what I'm saying is, whether you give them justice or not, they are going to still bring up this shit. I shit you not. They're still doing it. They are still bringing up OJ Simpson. That was 30 years ago, Johnson. That's how rare it is. They could point to a case about a black person that they say did some shit and got away. 30 years. 30 years. I could point to a story last week of a white guy getting away with some shit. They got to go back 30 years to an NFL football star with commercial lines jumping through airports. Part of the 1% at the time. One of the most popular black people in the world at the time. Him and Ali. Meanwhile, they like Ali up. Right? Because he wouldn't go to war. He was even more popular than OJ. But no, but they, no, but see, anything that supports the arguments. And all I'm saying is, don't be a part of that foolishness. Don't be a part of it. It's obvious this is a game they play. They gaslight you. Don't jump through hoops to do it. They're going to still use OJ. So do like I do. And say OJ didn't do it. Fuck you. I mean, why not? They're going to still talk shit. Hey, because, it's, look, at the end of the day, Johnson, it ain't about right or wrong. It's about them not want to feel bad about anything. Yeah, it's about them wanting to put it on you. Right? Wanting to put it on us. 
all of us. Right? That's what it is. And they're going to continue to do that. So, don't give up, Jesse. Now, I'm not saying I believe him. Yeah, this ain't about belief. This is about reality check. And some of y'all need a reality check. Jumping up and down on social media. Saying what people want you to say. I don't know why you're doing it. I guess it's a business model. Well, it's a failure for us. It makes you look stupid. So, uh, yeah. Giving up Jesse won't, won't change blackness. It won't change your, your condition. You, know, you have a condition in this country, and there's no way you're going to get rid of it. Uh, you can pretend to get rid of it, but it's going to stick with you. Till you're no longer a human being, you know, you know, till you're no longer alive. That condition is called blackness. I'm sorry to break it to you. And you can't get out of life alive, and you can't get out of life black. Okay? That's how that works. And OJ came, became black again when his failure came back. All of a sudden, he became black again. So, so call for the Grim Reaper. No matter what happens, we'll still be black in America. And it, uh, and giving in and going along won't save you. Never has, never will. So fight for it. Fight for it, brothers and sisters. And look, hey, 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 on the off chance that none of this applies to you, hey, that's great. I, I'm glad to hear it doesn't apply to you. Well, tell your friends that it does apply to to go fuck themselves. <laughs> and some of you did over uh, the turkey day. That's why you had arguments at the kitchen, at the dinner table. But I respect the hell out of that, man. I respect the hell out of that. People standing out, putting a good meal at risk over politics at the dinner table. <laughs> yeah. I'm so far into this shit, man, my people don't even talk to me about politics. Except my mom, she'll call up and say, how's your boy Barney doing, Tim? How's your boy Barney doing? I'm like, Barney? You mean Bernie? Yeah, Bernie. <laughs> How's your boy Barney doing? They beat him up again, did they? Nah, Bobby, good, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> My mom's hilarious, y'all. Hey, look, guys, tomorrow. It's Giving Tuesday. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday because we put out, we're in this predicament, right? Here's the problem. Um, I'm black, right? So <laughs> raising money is not easy. And I talk about black shit. That's really the dagger. Like, I'm black. It's already going to put me in a certain position, right? Tim, you're great, man. You got 140,000 subscribers. Yeah, but I'm black, though. So, you know, that's really like 900,000, okay? <laughs> In news, oh God. That's I'm, I'm really knocking on a million in, in dog years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and in, 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 uh, in, uh, in human years before, you know, like a dog is like seven times, like seven, what is it? What's the, how you do the, I forget the equation, but you're like a dog to, earth, to man years, right? So when you go white to black years on YouTube and this thing and on oh, politics, news and politics, woo! I mean, because I don't know if you noticed or not, but white people tend not to respect the opinions of black people. 
I don't know if he does or not. And uh, and, and that's the liberals. <laughs> liberals and progressives really don't respect the opinions of black people. You know, like them, uh, that uh, white people's party. Like, they won't take my likeness off their website because I said take my likeness off your website. Fuck you. You didn't pay me to put my likeness on your website. And they're like, oh, I'm going to keep your life. They won't say shit. Just do the white shit and keep it up there anyway, even though I disapprove of it. So now I got to get a lawyer to make them take it down because taking it down is just too much to do because they're white and I'm black and they don't have to do what I tell them to do. They don't have to do. They don't have to listen to me. Why should they listen to me? So, so back to my point. So tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. So if you like this show, if you admire this show, if you find this show interesting at all, Johnson, support the show, okay? Because I'm black in a I'm black in a white space. I'm black and enough. Not enough black people know what I do. Um, and uh, people say, Tim, one more black, one more black people work together. Well. Everybody's trying to get their own bag, and everybody's interested in what they got going on. And I respect it. I know how life is. I know how hard it is. It ain't easy out here for anybody. So here's the thing, guys: support this show. That's it. Support this show. Go to Patreon. Become a member. Okay. We're gonna put the Cash App info in. Right. Uh, and also, tomorrow we open up phone lines. So you can call into the show and become a part of that. This is a podcast, by the way, so if you want to check this out in the podcast form, that's why I don't use images and no shit like that, go to uh, Paul's, TimBlackPauls.com, TimBlackPauls.com to do that. So this is on you, Johnson. This show important to you, support it. We like to be there to keep the doors open, keep the lights on, and we'll be a good thing. Uh, what else? I want to thank everybody who supported it up to this point. I know you don't have to. I want to thank you for being a part of, the, part of this. It's uh, really inspiring. And you keep us going, literally. So thank you for doing that. And, I, and uh, uh, I know we're approaching the holidays. But I'm glad to be back. I'm at 90%. That's enough. I've done this show at 60 or 55. So I can do 90 <laughs> and uh, we're going to keep doing it. Stand up for what you know. Stand up for what you believe. Fight for it. We haven't gotten what we want. That's why we fight. That's how it works. Don't, don't, let, don't let anyone talk you out of fighting a good fight. Not even you. All right, guys, I got number love for you. I'm Tim Black, Real Tim Black, Facebook and Twitter. Tim Black and I on Instagram. And I'll see you on the next one, Johnson. Welcome back. <laughs>